you are about to enjoy in It Takes Three Network podcast. Veronica Townsend came by to see me this morning. She wants me to set her up with Neil Roberts. Good luck. And she threatened to make Marissa's life a living hell at Harbor if I don't. And she can do it. Well, we can't give in to threats like that. We don't negotiate with the noopsies. I know, but Marissa's been through a lot. And all Neil has to do is take her out for dinner tomorrow night. Well, so what do you want me to do about it? You're the one with the dating service. Neil isn't a client. And I'm not an employee. No, but you are Sandy Cohen Professional Persuader. You guys play golf together, and you're guys. Oh, hey there. It's been a while. It's been a while. Uh, we're Let's Talk OC, the OC podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Liz. And it feels so good to be back. It's been a, a it's been, feels like forever. I know. It's been about <laughs> right? two weeks, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, we are discussing season three, episode 12, The Sister Act. Original air date, January 19th, 2006. Written by Layla Gerstein and directed by Ian Toynton. Toynton. It's been two years since we've seen Caitlin Cooper, and let's just say she's just not into her hairless pony anymore. <laughs> no, she's not. <laughs> Ooh, hey, I Caitlin. I loved all of the previously on were literally everything to do with Caitlin. We mentioned Caitlin five times. Like, that was it. Well, yeah, because they have to <laughs> give us a clue of like, wait, who? Right. And even Ryan's like, who are you? Oh. Right. So for this week's snack, I was inspired by... Mini Coop. And she, it came to me that she reminds me of a Sour Patch Kid. First, first they're sour. Or first they're sour and then they're and sweet. Then they're sweet. Oh, okay. I, I did it the other way. I'm like, she's <laughs> sweet. She's sour. Either way. She's manipulative. You can't really read her. You don't know what to expect. Right. Kind of like the candy. So I got Liz and I. Two, I'm very excited. Two uh, different kinds of candies. We have Smart Sweets, the Sour Blast Buddies, and then the Sourlies by Project 7, Sweet and Spicy. Oh, my mouth is watering. I love sour or gummy things in general. Like, that's my go-to for I know. candy stuff. So, so we're not so going to eat on air because you know our misophonia. Ooh, listen to that. But <laughs> I do want... Liz and I to try these. I tried one on stories because I was like, oh, it opened. <laughs> but let's just try one together. Okay. We so, won't chew on No, we won't Mike, chew. But, but this is the Sourly's Sweet and Spicy Chewy. So hmm. take one of these. I think my hair is <laughs> part In of the it? bag. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Did you get that spice? Holy shit, there's a kick. You don't have like a chili spice? No, mine just tastes like mangoey beach. Okay, so this is a champion. And then here's... Unless I just didn't get a good one. Well, here is um, just a Sour Patch Buddy. Ooh, sorry for that bang. These are a little bit harder, but... The thing about these two... Mm. mm -hmm. For all my vegan friends out there, or maybe you don't want to do a lot of sugar, the Smart Sweets only have three grams of sugar and there's no gelatin in either one of them. They're really good. And I don't do gelatin. You shouldn't. <laughs> Thank you. But a lot of gummy candies are made with gelatin. Yes, they are. Those are delicious. They're really good, right? Mm -hmm. Both were bought at Whole Foods. All right. 
So let's get this show started, shall we, Lissy? I'm ready. Okay. So the episode opens, and we have Seth and Ryan talking how about how things are just going a little bit too well. Seth thought a pimple was coming, but then it turns <laughs> out it wasn't. Why can't I have one of those days? I know. A pimple is going to come, but then it just goes away. Um, every time I think a pimple is coming, oh, it does come. It comes and then comes in full force. And then you think it's like, okay. And then the next day it's even bigger. So, And usually it brings a lot of friends to the party. Friends, always friends. And we have a little bit of a gathering. Yeah. Uh, Summer, she got a great SAT score. Marissa's back at Harbor. Some things, things just, are good. Things are good, but it just doesn't feel right. Now, we get a knock at the door. There she is. There <laughs> she is. Seth and Ryan are taken aback. We have this girl standing there. An hourglass looking stunner. She has a belly shirt on. She's like a schoolgirl outfit. Yeah, she's got that like sexy, even though it's her uniform, it's like the sexy schoolgirl. And she's like, you know, I went next door and my, and my mom wasn't there. And this guy told me my mail's being forwarded here. And then it hit them like, oh my God, little coop. Yeah. You've grown. And she's like, boobs? <laughs> they're like, uh, yeah, yeah, the, you, you have. And they're stumbling over their words because they're all of us. We have not seen Caitlin Cooper in, in two, two years. years. Two, two years. years. <laughs> so she hangs out in the Cohen house and Julie comes in and she's like, oh my God, I cannot believe my daughter's here. Julie's whole thing is she's been trying to protect her. Right. She's been trying to protect her children in general, but now Marissa knows everything. Right. Julie, however, I mean, uh, Caitlin still doesn't know. She's not in the know. I right. mean, Julie's like, you know, I didn't want her to know about shootings and funerals and public school. Mm-hmm. But now Caitlin's home and it's midwinter break. Right. So she has some explaining to do. Mm-hmm. So Julie brings Caitlin to their new uh, home. And she's like, oh, my God, it's a trailer park. We live here. And while they're playing catch up, Julie's like, hey, like, let's get manicures, pedicures. I'll let Kirsten know. She'll understand. And that's when she, Caitlin gets a mysterious phone call. Right. And at this point, we're like, hmm, I'm curious. Something's up. Over at Harbor, we have the core four. They're talking about Caitlin. (laughs) Everybody's talking about Caitlin. And Marissa feels... A little amount of guilt because she's tried to keep in touch, but Marissa's had a... She hasn't been doing a good job. And also, she's been going through some shit. That too. And so, um, they're just... It's so funny because I love that they keep mentioning that the last time they saw Caitlyn, she was obsessed with her hairless pony. Yeah. And it's really funny. And then we see Taylor come in. Oh my God. She cracks me up. She's like, hey, best friends. <laughs> what are we doing? What are we talking about? Oh my God, Marissa, you're here. She's like, oh my God. And she gives Marissa the biggest hug. Marissa's like, oh, hey. <laughs> And she sits right in between them, and she's like, oh, my God, I'm so glad our group is finally together. It's so sweet. It's so cute. I'm sure people are very annoyed by it, but I think it's sweet. Yeah. Um, it also turns out that Marissa hasn't spoken to Johnny. This part, she goes, oh, Taylor just made me realize I haven't yeah. spoken to Johnny. It's like, okay, you don't go to the same school anymore. It's okay if you haven't spoken to him. And it also hasn't been that long. Right. And plus, he's getting ready to go on this tour. So why would you speak to him? Right. So I'm like, oh, Marissa, here we go. I know. Starting. I know. It's starting. And it's unfortunately like we're brewing. Continuing. I know. We're brewing. And it's getting getting bad. But 
she mentions, like we said, she hasn't spoken to Johnny. And Ryan suggests, like, why don't you call Bizarro Seth, a.k.a. Chili? Right. Which is very funny. Yeah, because I guess he is like Bizarro Seth. Yeah. And why don't you try to go through him to see what Johnny's been up to? So Marissa calls Johnny. We shoot over and we see Chili being like, hey, you haven't spoken to Marissa. Johnny's been dodging her calls. And hey, speak of the devil, your phone's ringing. Here she is. It's Marissa. (laughs) And so they have this quick back and forth. And Mariska's Mariska. Mariska. <laughs> Marissa asks, like, why are you ignoring me? Like, what's up? And also, I want you to meet my sister. Okay. How come? Why? Why? What is the point? Why? And then when we go there, it's so awkward. It's like she forced them to come meet her sister. <laughs> it's ridiculous. This part, I literally yelled. And I'm why? not just saying literally to be like one of those people that use literally. No. I yelled at the TV, why? Why? Same. Why? It's not necessary. You're forcing this. You're still forcing it. It's also, to me, just another excuse and a reason to, to see him. To see him, but it's really bad. And then one. Johnny says, I was I'm trying to avoid her to make my life more simple. Like yeah. some like I need to be. In away from her, like have space, right? So I'm like, okay, Johnny, I like, like, yes, I yes. praise you for that because obviously it's hard for you to be around her, and you're trying to give yourself space from her. So like, yes, I praise you for that. Yeah, I know. And she's not making it. She's any not easier. Uh, the Coopers go shopping and they're talking and they're kind of trying to reconnect. And by the Coopers, I mean Caitlin and Marissa. Caitlin and Marissa, and Marissa's trying to bond with her. And she's like, you know, I want you to meet my two friends. They get to the diner and they see Chili and Johnny. And it's so awkward. Like you said. Nobody's really excited to see each other. It's no, so strange. It's so weird. And they sit down at a table and then Johnny gets up and he's like, I'll be right back. And then little Coop, mini Coop gets up. Right. Because Marissa asks him about, is he getting, when do you leave for tour? And then they both have different stories. Right. Him and Chili. he probably got flustered and decided I have to get out of here and go to my car. And then Caitlin follows him. She's going to go to the bathroom, but she follows him outside. Right. And she asks him like, how long have you been in love with my sister? Obvious. So obvious. And then, you know, she continues to go with like, I know you're in love with her. She's taken, but I'm available. But I'm not. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> little girl she I feel like she plays such a good little we don't know her very well yet right but I know right. her and you know oh, her yeah she plays a really good teenager she's really good the at conniving. being like a really good bitch yeah yeah uh so meanwhile at the Coens this mysterious boy shows up who we learn is named Justin and Ryan answers the door and he's looking for mini Coop but Ryan covers for him yeah she, he says that she's not there. Right. And he hasn't seen her. In two years. In two and she was years. 11. Right. So then Ryan brings this up to Caitlin. And Caitlin, this is like the beginning of Caitlin's stories. Yes. Her okay? manipulations. Right. So the first one she says is that this guy keeps stalking her. And can Ryan handle it? But just please don't tell Marissa. I'm surprised that she allowed Ryan to go and handle it when she knows she stole the money from him, though. Like, obviously, he was going to say something about it. Right. I think she doesn't think that too far ahead. Right. I don't think so either. And she knows that Ryan, it's funny because it's like it's been two years. She knows Marissa and Ryan are together, but maybe she's like, oh, 
Ryan would want to get on my good side because I'm Marissa's sister. Right. So he'll do me this favor. Right, because they don't, no one has a relationship with her, which is really sad. I know. And that really stems from everything that's going on here. Yep. And makes her who she is. Yeah. So Ryan agrees he will take care of it because, of course, he will. He's Ryan Atwood. Yep, of course. And he goes to meet with Justin. And Justin's like, wait, hold up. <laughs> she stole $1,500 from my, my brother. My brother. My brother's fraternity. Yep. And that she ditched him. Right. And that she was 16. Right. So when he found out she was only 14, he was like, oh, my God. Like, I'm in college. This is bad. Yeah. So then Ryan goes back and brings it up to Caitlin about the money. And this is Caitlin's next story about that Justin's brother is dating her friend Megan. She got pregnant and he doesn't want anything to do with it. So she was helping for the abortion. Right. She took the money for her. Right. And then she goes, call here, call her. I'm like, pick up the phone, Ryan, and call her. Which, again, Ryan is not going to do because imagine if someone told you that story. You'd be like, oh, my God, this is such a sensitive okay. subject. Yeah. I'm not going to question you not on that. Not touching it. Nope. So while Ryan is deciding on how to handle the mini coop, uh, Marissa talks to Johnny and Johnny pretty much says that like he's not going on tour. Yeah. So he owns up to everything. And and he says like, St- but can you get out of my life though? Right. And Marissa is <laughs> like, well, this isn't over. Like you can apply to college. He's pushing. It's like Marissa, just, just leave. Can you- just sh- and leave. And he says like, this isn't your problem anymore. You need to leave me alone. Yeah, I'm so glad. As much as it hurts him, it he needs to have this step. He needs her to get out of his life. Well, he needs to say it, but like, and he, spoiler. And, right, and he needs to... It doesn't really go it through. Doesn't, right, it doesn't stick. Yeah. So, obviously, Marissa's so upset because imagine being told to get out of... A bur- to, I need you to this, get out of my life. And especially this person that you keep consistently trying to help. Yeah. And then they're like, no, I don't want your help. So just leave. Do you think this is the first time Marissa's going through something like this and that's why she can't let go? I I suppose. Like this level of rejection? Yeah. I mean, I guess throughout her life, she never really had to deal with that. Like a friend rejection. Right. I mean, you know, she dated Luke, but Luke lied to her. Right. And, and he slept cheated together. on her. He cheated <laughs> on her. So it was like kind of like a form of rejection except behind yeah. her back. Anyways. Luke. Luke. <laughs> Rest in peace, Luke. So obviously Marissa's really upset and she talks to Ryan about it and he's just like, he's trying to be supportive. He's like, I knew. And the way, and then to me, I'm like, oh shit, Ryan kind of told him to tell her that story too. Yeah. He's like, you need to get her back to Harbor any way you know possible. So please help me out, which he didn't really own up to. No. But he just said that he did know that Johnny made it up and why, and that he was so happy that he did. Yeah. And he does quickly try to like steer the ship of like, listen, your sister's back. Yeah. You're working just, on things with your mom. Right. Just didn't have that. It's okay that Johnny doesn't want to be your friend right now. <laughs> right. And you do have a great boyfriend. And she's like, yeah, I liked this scene. Sweet. She's like, right. And this scene is taking place in the trailer. And Marissa, she's. The trailer, first off, is a mess. Hot mess. I guess because, well, three ladies now living there, which is crazy. Right. And things are everywhere. Marissa's, like, looking for this brown jacket. And on the, she finds what she needs in Caitlin's suitcase. And what Ryan notices is a bag from her school. And obviously, it's empty. Right. There's nothing in it. Yeah. Um, Let's, for just a quick sec, talk about the parents. Okay. Love it. Veronica Townsend. Oh, 
is V interested in she's, the delicious Neil Roberts. She's crushing on him. I mean, who wouldn't? I He's mean, a very successful, handsome doctor and, who's just divorced. Right. <laughs> and right now we were, we're like liking him because he's sticking up for Julie. Yeah. He took in Marissa. And Julie's liking him too. I she's know. taking an interest in him. Yeah. So Veronica goes to Kirsten's and pretty much threatens her. Yeah. She threatens Kirsten, even though we know it. Kirsten is not Marissa's mother, but she's very close to the family. Right. So she says to her, she's like, I want you to set me up with Neil. And if you don't, I'm pretty much the head of all extracurriculars at Harbor. I can make it my point that Marissa will not be right. able to join anything. Right. And so she's like, you better provide. And so Kirsten's like, moral dilemma but i guess i kind of have to do it because she's saving marissa yeah and marissa little she know that julie has a super big crush on him i know (laughs) and so kirsten goes to sandy's office and she's like i have a really big dilemma and i need your help and i need your professional because you're the professional persuader and i need you to call up neil you guys play golf which i'm like okay when (laughs) when and if that's the case it's so weird to me that neil is so weird towards seth right if if he's good friends with the parents yeah i mean sandy's so cool i yeah i mean who wouldn't want to be sandy's friend but sandy's like all right so i'll give him a call so he calls neil which is super funny and he's like i don't know if you know veronica and he's like i know every former a cup in this town i wrote that quote down i cracked (laughs) up that was so funny and he asked them like can they go out? And Neil's like, I don't know. And Sandy's like, trust me, it'll be horrible. It will be horrible. And then that's all you have to do. It's for a good cause. It's for Marissa. And he says, oh, well, you know, I really care about Marissa and Julie. So I'll do it. Like one and done. Right. And also, I mean, I don't know if you guys remember last time, but if you guys are just joining us now, this is the part where Kirsten and Julie have formed their new dating. Right. Exclusive dating service, new match. And they're now they're having a launch party. Which is taking place at the Cohen's residence. Right. Seth and Summer, they're hanging out at Summer's and they're talking about Taylor and Taylor comes flying in because she speaks, you know, fluent housekeeper. (laughs) And she heard through the grapevine that her mom is going to go out with Summer's dad and like, oh my God, we're going to be sisters. They're going to be sisters. So happy. Like our parents are dating. I'm going to go pick out which room I want. (laughs) This This part cracked me up. Taylor's like, she's really become. She's a a comedic relief. Yeah. She really is. She is, yeah. So Veronica and Neil go on their date, and Neil likey. They're having a good time. I mean, Veronica, she's playing it really cool. She's got a cool job. She's very assertive, very beautiful. So, I mean, I get it. Yeah, and they're at the date at the club, and we see Julie walk Mm -hmm. in with Caitlin because she wants to take her daughter out, and Julie sees Neil and Veronica on the date. How awkward. Right, but Neil doesn't see them. But you can right. tell that Julie's like butthurt. She's she's sad about this. She's definitely jealous. And you know, out of all the women in the town, you're gonna date Veronica. Right. She's the biggest bitch and she's the one who's was trying to get her daughter, you know, out of harbor for yeah. good. And Neil, you know, stood up for them, so she like doesn't make sense. Right. Yeah, I would feel a little betrayal there. Uh after the date, Neil and Summer do discuss Veronica Townsend and Neil says, like, listen, she's a misunderstood woman and I like her and you better be nice. And I'm bringing her to the launch party. Right. And Summer's like, you are? I can't believe this. And so obviously Summer needs to sabotage it. Of course. Uh, 
we know that Julie is very upset about Neil and she talks to Kirsten about it at the party and she says, I have romantic feelings for him. And Kirsten didn't know this. Right. I know. And it's, it was hard to me for me to remember that she didn't Yeah, because in the first, at first I was like, Kirsten, that's your girl's like man, but she didn't know. Right. But now she does. Yeah. And so she's going to fix her, fix it. She's going to help. So we have a very, very funny scene. We have, Summer and Seth in Seth's bedroom. It's the night of the party. Sandy walks in and Kirsten walks in and they all have a talk. And pretty much they decided they need a plan to take down Veronica. I love how we open with, no, Seth, you can't give my dad a, a venereal disease or whatever it is. Gonorrhea. What, what did she say? A ge- a general, general, gen- general warts. General warts. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they decide they're going to do something. We have, have to. We have it in, in motion. Uh, back at the trailer park. We have little mini coop getting ready and we have another funny, as we, as I said, when we first met Gus, we're like constantly going to have these funny one liners. And so we have Kirsten, I mean, we have uh, Caitlin saying like, Gus, my mom said I can't open the door for you again, even if you do have candy, (laughs) which is so funny because we have these lines from Gus Yeah, and who it happens to be is Johnny. Right. He's looking for Marissa. And, and then Caitlin says, aren't you and everyone else looking for her? So you can tell, like, she's jealous. There's definitely a lot of animosity there. Yeah. And, you know, Johnny's like, I just want to talk to her. And she's like, well, she's not here, but she will be at a party later. Why don't you come to that? Right. He's like, uh, maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Yeah. So we get to the party and everything's flowing. We have the drinks. We have appetizers. And Kirsten and Julie, they make their speech. It's really exciting. New match. The only thing worth pursuing is a soulmate. So drink up and flirt. <laughs> I love this. I. Sweet. It's funny hearing Kirsten say, so drink up and flirt. But, you know, very whatever. <laughs> good catch. I didn't even think I of that. Like, Too yeah. soon. But I used to be obsessed with the millionaire matchmaker. I loved her too. Patty, right? Patty's. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's her name. And I've always wanted to be a matchmaker. Like I've always wanted You're to yenta. I'm a yenta, right. I always wanted to work in the dating atmosphere and help people find love. Yeah. It, but maybe one day. We you, could be I mean, you, Julian Kirsten. Definitely. <laughs> New match 2.0. Mm-hmm. Uh okay, so the party's happening and Justin and his Jasper. Jasper. I know. The whole time like it's Jasper, funny Justin, that Jasper, Justin, Jasper, Justin. Jay's, yeah. Uh Twilight is Twilight get reference. Our reference. Uh, Justin shows up with his comrades at the door and his comrades like, give me the money, bitch. And Ryan is like, hey, you're not coming in here. Caitlin, go to the pool house. And they go to find her. And she obviously is not in the pool house. And Ryan even says to the guy, how could you get a girl pregnant and then like leave her? And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? So here's like, yeah, we know there's a lie. We know there's a lie there. Yeah. So. They find her back at the trailer and Caitlin is, you know, trying to pack up her things and Marissa catches her in the act. And she's they, like, oh, you're going somewhere? And they talk. And this is where we find out that Caitlin knew about the trailer. Yeah. And everyone was making fun of her at school. Because one of her schoolmates' dads owns the oh, trailer the, park. a lot. Yeah. And they couldn't believe that Julie Cooper and Nickel could be moving into a trailer. <sighs> Sucks. It's really sad. So embarrassing. I know. And so the actual story is that she did steal the money, but she just stole the money because she wanted to come home. She didn't have to steal all of it, though. Like $1,500 She just wanted to get a ride, catch a ride to the OC. You just need to just, what? 
a hundred bucks. If right. That. <laughs> right. Exactly. And so she finally admits to that and she does give the money back to Ryan. Right. And, um, Ryan makes it right. But yes, Ryan makes it right. He ends up meeting Justin at the bait shop. Right. Out of all places. Do we have this guy on speed dial? Like, how did you know? I guess from Caitlin, right? I guess. But he gives him back the money and Justin's so surprised that she didn't even come to talk to him. Yeah. He's like hung up on it. Yeah, because he's in love with her. Yeah, Ryan's like, oh, shit, you've got it bad. And he's like, oh, she's an amazing girl. But be careful of her. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Uh, So back at the party, we we are witnessing the takedown of Veronica. Veronica. So let's go back to that. Uh, Veronica and Neil are talking. Getting flirty. They're going to have like a nightcap together. And so Seth approaches Taylor and whispers in her ear something something and we see taylor react yeah very like shocked and like oh my god <laughs> so set so taylor runs over to her mom tells her mom the secret and veronica's like oh oh i have to go you know um taylor's not feeling well and, and- then taylor's like smiling yeah <laughs> but she's also like you know we have to go and so summer's like is all you told her was that my dad voted for John Kerry? <laughs> Which cracked me up. And then he's like, yeah. And she believed it. And then she's like, you didn't tell her that. He's like, you didn't tell him and he has genital warts. <laughs> it's very funny. It was a very yeah, comical. It was funny. Yeah. But what's really sweet that came of this is Neil ends up asking Julie yeah, to dinner. Yeah, Sandy says, I think there's someone else here that might you know, have an interest in you. And so he does go and ask Julie to dinner. And I'm like, yes, she's so goddamn freaking gorgeous. Every time I see her. Yeah. I I cannot get over it. I know. I love her. Uh, Ryan and Marissa talk about Justin and how everything's been settled. And he says, you know, I know what it's like to fall for a Cooper girl. I loved this scene. And you know, I, from the beginning, I've never really was like a big, Ryasa, whatever their ship name is. But at that moment, I was like, oh, man, that's so sweet. (laughs) I felt the same way. Because Ryan, when he was talking to Justin, you could see him being like, oh, man, like you got it. You fell for Cooper. I know what that's like. I also feel you. I'm in the same boat. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. I was like, yeah, my heartstrings. I know. It was a really sweet moment Uh, to ruin the sweet moment. But I guess (laughs) fixed the situation johnny does end up showing up to the party right and he does apologize he does apologize they have like this kind of sweet mutual exchange of like we both have our lives happening but we should keep in touch with one another strangers which is like okay this makes sense this is normal he did say i missed you yeah which i was like i mean he just misses her presence in his life yeah so not necessarily in a romantic way because nothing they ever done was romantic he just misses marissa yeah but it's also i've been there when you miss someone because you really like them yeah and he's trying to detox from her right and she was not making it easy and now he's come to terms with like we'll be friends right but he's always going to want more than that. Yeah. And while I enjoyed this whole exchange, I enjoyed it up until the fact she's like, oh, um, he mentions Caitlin and he's like, she looks so bored. And he's, she's like, yeah, do you think you could take her home? Yeah. Like you don't even 
she doesn't even know him. Right. It's so awkward. Yeah. You take her home. You take her home. Or you'd be like, make her, not that she, I mean, I guess she full throttle, ch- like, trusts Johnny, but like, you don't send her in a car with a teenage boy. Like, and you're no. Also, just using him. Right. That like, too. Like, I, she needs to go home. Can you take her on like, your way out since you came here all this way? Like, can you do me a solid? Yeah, I didn't like that either. I didn't like it. So, so then poor Johnny's like driving. He's like so annoyed that Marissa, uh, that Caitlin's in this car. Yeah. And also, <laughs> he's not going to say no to Marissa. No, of course. We know not. that. And so. Johnny's left with Caitlin and Caitlin and I'm sure Johnny has picked up on these flirtatious bad vibes. Oh, she he knows for sure. And so he's trying to be like really respectful. He, and he was. He yeah. was. And he's trying to just, you know, get her home safe. And she's trying to be all manipulative and she's like, pull over. Pull he's over. Like, Come on. She's like, I don't want ice cream. Right. Who says no to ice cream, first of all? Get the ice cream and then go in the water. We're any teenagers. <laughs> so he pulls over. And she runs out. It's nighttime. And mind I feel you. so bad for Stumpy because he's got like that bad knee, you know. Oh and my so he's god, like, Gimpy, <laughs> you're right. So he's like, wait, wait. And she's like, come on. And I'm like, this kid's not gonna like float in the ocean. He can barely like stand for a long time. I know. It's very <laughs> inconsiderate, Caitlin. You're very inconsiderate. I mean, granted, she doesn't know anything that happened, but right. But so. you would think, and I would hope that when Marissa and her were shopping that she would fill it like oh these are my friends from public yeah, school I'd hope she did Johnny went through this surgery let me fill you in yeah but she takes she starts stripping she's like let's go in the water for a dip and then at like 10 o'clock at night yeah and that's the last that we see that's how the episode ends yeah that's how it ends it's quite the return for a character we haven't seen oh yeah ever really, ever yeah know? because she's a different actress so yeah yeah, she's something else. Uh, the people have lots to say, so let's take oh, a I'm break. Oh, I'm excited. And oh, we'll get into yay. our second half. That's a burn. So on break, we were eating more of our snack. Yeah, I, because Michelle keeps getting ones that are very spicy, and I haven't. And yeah. now the last two I had were up there. Yeah, very good. The sour leaves, the sweet and spicy ones, it's watermelon and mango with a spicy lime seasoning. Yeah. So the mango ones are phenomenal. They're, They're delicious. So good. Yeah. Thanks, Caitlin Cooper. Mm. <laughs> All right. So let's get into some trivia. We're going to start off with our girl. Tishy. And we're talking about Tishy. We're talking about our girl Tish, Letitia underscore Dominique. Hey, ladies. Welcome back. Here is my trivia. When Caitlin Cooper, played by Shailene Woodley, leaves in season one to head off to boarding school, she is 11 years old. Right, which is a very young-looking 11. Agreed. When she returns in season three, she is played by Willa Holland, who is 15. Oh, she's supposed to be 15? I thought they said 14. I thought she was 14. Yeah. Even so, that's still, that's three years-ish. Right. So she aged four years in about two years. <laughs> See, the way I did it to make sense for myself, I'm like, she was 12 and now she's 14. Right. So, well, actually, she will be 15. Because soon situations happen and mm. evolve with life. Mm-hmm. Okay. Shane Woodley did an interview where she talked about her role on the show. When asked about any disappointment over the recast, Shailene responded that I was 11 and I was on a guest recurring character or whatever. <laughs> My character went to boarding school and when they decided to bring her back, they actually re-auditioned me. Oh, wow. To bring her back. But I didn't go through puberty until late. So there was no weirdness when Willa Holling got it because she's so obviously right for the role. Totally. Oh, I love that. And I was so obviously not 
I did not know this, so this was awesome to read. Yeah, because you just think that she's recasted. Yeah. Who knew that they actually were like, oh, Shane Lee, we would love to have you back for this. Right. Uh, Layla Gerstein wrote this along with three more episodes, and she wrote for Gossip Girl as well. Hmm. In 2011, she created Heart of Dixie, which starred oh, that's Rachel, Rachel Nielsen. Yeah. Awesome stuff. We have a couple listeners that watched that show. So I watched like the first couple of episodes. I enjoyed it. But I don't know why I didn't keep going. Yeah. Just one of those that just didn't. One of those shows. Stay with. Uh, we're going to go over to at AAW3115 on Instagram. So sweet. She sent us her comments like two weeks ago. Nice. So thank you so much. Or maybe it was like a week ago. But anyway, we got it and I didn't want to go untalked about. Untalked about? Hmm. Mm-hmm. This is like, Michelle, shut up. Okay. <laughs> hey, ladies. Hope you're enjoying your break. Wanted to weigh in on this episode, The Sister Act. The return of Caitlin Cooper. Yes. First of all, I'm really not a fan of this character. I think she's conniving and manipulative, and her voice is kind of annoys me. Uh-huh. Okay. However, I do think Willa Holland is a perfect cast for her. 100% perfect, yeah. She looks like she could actually be Marissa's sister. I think that, too. I think her and Misha have very similar like bone structure, yeah. and I think they're similar looking. Agreed. And looks similar to both Jimmy and Julie. Yeah, I can see that, too. I also think her mannerisms are similar to Marissa's and the way she acts, for sure. Mm-hmm. More Julie, but with a little bit of Jimmy. As Seth said about her stealing, she is Jimmy Cooper's daughter. I love that. It's so so funny. funny. It's in her blood. I also thought it was great how the show played into the fact that she hasn't been around for basically two seasons. I appreciate that they didn't just pretend she's always been there. Right. And they, But they have brought her up right. on multiple occasions. Like, she's still around. Don't forget about Caitlin. Yeah. But now we actually see her. Yeah. It's one of the things I love about the OC is that the writers and characters kind of call themselves out mm-hmm. and say what the audience is thinking sometimes. Right, right. And it's awesome. And I agree to that. Yes. Again, in this episode, we see Ryan saving the day and more annoying Johnny and Marissa interactions. Although I was hoping he finally said to her that he needed her to leave Newport Union so he could essentially get over her. But the moment of strength was short lived. Mm. Here are my questions for this episode. I have a few with all this extra time to think. Oh, <laughs> What do you girls think of the age jumping that happens in the OC? There's Caitlin who seems to be like nine, maybe 10 in the first season, then is all of a sudden almost 15. Mm -hmm. And then the core four, whom I think were juniors at the start of season one, but then somewhere become sophomores. Oh, they did? I thought they were sophomores, but I know we've had this conversation before. Yeah, I know. And we have the same conversation with like Gossip Girl too. It's... That's what it's what the peeps do, you know. They like to keep their storylines, even though the audience is like, "Wait, this doesn't make sense." So then you kind of just ignore it. <laughs> yeah, and as you know, I'm sure you start your characters one way, and you're like, "Oh, we got picked up, so we have more yeah, time." Right. So now you're like, "Wow, there can still be 16." I mean, I don't know what the inspiration was for bringing Caitlin back, and maybe it's just to add another sibling another storyline right and i think how the season progresses maybe they felt like adding her was the way to go because they kind of already know what's going to happen the way everything plays out right so maybe they're like all right more of a you know family yeah and and then keeping up with the joneses too like we have mentioned her so much it's nice to see her like in the flesh yeah marissa's sister that she never talks to right so Maybe that's and Jimmy's gone and so. Jimmy's gone. So it's like, all right, we, Marissa needs family, you know? Yeah. Does the bidding relationship between Julie and Neil surprise you? 
no, I, I'm all here for it. Yeah. doesn't surprise me, though. Yeah. Julie doesn't really seem to have a type. Her guy choices are literally all over the place. A hundred percent true. Yeah. Do you think Caitlin actually likes Johnny or is he just someone to occupy her time? And is she just doing this to make Marissa jealous? I think I don't think it's to make Marissa jealous. I think it's just to, yes, occupy her time now that she's broken up with this Justin character and she needs the attention and she can very well see that Johnny has something for Marissa. So she's like, well, Marissa always gets the attention. Why don't I get the attention? He seems to like a Cooper so he could like me, too. I think she's just craving the attention of any male. I think she would do that to Ryan. I think she would do it to Seth. She would do it to anyone. I fully 100% agree yeah. with you. Next question is a season three overall question. Mm. Which episode do you think has been the most critical in setting up the storyline of season three? Oh. Thus far. Oh. <laughs> I feel like I'm being quizzed. I know. <laughs> I'm like, what? Oh. I'm trying to think. I'm like, and then I'm thinking of like, everything that happened with Kirsten, but like that doesn't really have to do with like in the full spectrum of season three. Like that's such a small, sick, insignificant portion of it. I think I'm actually going to say this episode. Okay. I think, I think you could be right in that aspect because we are now introduced to little coop, mini coop. Mm-hmm. Um, we see like, obviously there's been this buildup of Johnny Right. However, Marissa and Johnny now have reached this mutual, like, we know something's there. They've reached, like, okay, we're not going to be strangers. Marissa's back at Harbor. Yeah, so now everything's kind of back to where it started, and now just the addition of Johnny being in her life. Right. Which she obviously doesn't want to give up because all she does is talk about how she doesn't want to lose him and she cares about him and the friendship. So, like, I think once she met Johnny is, like, literally where this season kicks off yeah i will agree to that too and also just because of caitlin and now with johnny that then things build with that and what's to come and then what happens and then what spirals (laughs) which we'll talk about after dark but right this is a really good after dark yeah let's come back to this definitely final question is an oc after dark question oh there you go so i will save um we'll save that question for later so if you guys know After Dark, you Thank know. Thank you, Alicia. Thank you so much. Okay, so we got a new um, person. Hello, person. Reaching out to us at the OC County. What? It's an OC account? Yeah, <laughs> and it's so cool. They sent us so much, I'm and so I'm excited. so excited. So thank you at the OC County. Hey, ladies. Happy stream night. Thank you. Hope you enjoyed this distract. Julie showing Mini Cooper the trailer is priceless. Season three, Julie in ju- season three, Julie in general. Yeah, tongue twister is priceless. She is. So I did my homework the other day. Picking top five was easy peasy as my love for these crazy characters continues to grow. Same. <laughs> Picking my bottom, however, became more complicated than I'd ever anticipated. Wow. So here, so I cheated. <laughs> I tied these people by disliking them for the exact same reasons. Hope you okay. get a kick out of it. I'm excited. Spot the similarities. Okay. Series faves are Sandy, Julie, Ryan, Anna, Taylor. Great choices. Those are really good choices. Yeah. 
And these evil chaps are the ones I'd throw into Azkaban (gasps) for being narcissistic, obnoxious, manipulative, and so bloody self-created, self-centered. They make me want to skip scenes. Wow. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Rebecca Butthole (laughs) slash Matt Rambunctious. Oh, interesting. Okay. Lindsay Garbage Oliver Trash. Interesting. Very funny. Trey Asshole, Dean Dickass. Mm-hmm. I mean, Dean Hess. Dawn Abandoner and Haley Never There. <laughs> <laughs> this is so good. Question for you both. Would you watch a series with the Cooper woman as the main family? So Julie, Marissa, Caitlin. Would I watch a series? I mean... Maybe if it like spun off from the beginning of this show, just because I love how Julie has developed and and Marissa too. Obviously we're just meeting the new Caitlin, so I can't really vouch for her, but I, I would watch like a spinoff of just the Coopers. It could be called the Coopers. Just the Coopers. Remember hanging with, hanging Mr. with Cooper? Mr. Cooper. Hanging with Mrs. Cooper. I think if the OC was like instead of the Coens being the main and they were the side family and we it would opened probably up be just as funny, to be honest. I think it would be really good. Yeah. And there is a lot of drama there because Julie brings the drama and which especially with Jimmy's yeah. shit. But also like Julie brings like the lightness too, like with her like really funny comments. So yeah. I think it would be funny to like watch the like demise of Julie and then she goes to the trailer parks and like everything with Gus, like that stuff's really funny, but it's also really heavy. And then you have like the Coens on the outside that are like, Oh, he's the good Coens. And like, they mm-hmm. never fail at anything. Like, I feel like that would be a good show. Yeah. And we could just start the morning with Julie, with Julie. instead of the Coens. Yeah. Or, I see that. I mean, Marissa's a main character. Right. The show has very much. A lot of storylines are focused are on the Marissa. Coopers. Yeah. Uh, they then send some things they want us to talk about in After Dark. After Dark, you got it. It's pretty great. I can't wait to show it to I'm you. I'm so excited. Thank you at the OC County. OC County. Thank you. Welcome. Welcome. We're going to go over to our girl at Muse Chick. Um, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Just want to make sure <laughs> I'm starting from the right, right. date. I know because she sends so many. I know. She's so great. Okay, here we are. Poor Ryan. Why is everyone always telling him secrets? It's so true, though. Since <laughs> uh, day so one, everyone's like, let me give my secret to Ryan. He'll keep it. And this poor kid's always got secrets. Well, he doesn't talk very much. And no, he, he just doesn't keeps do it that in. either. <laughs> I was happy to see Julie and Kirsten have their launch party and be so happy. Yeah. Love the quote about pursuing a soulmate. Yes, Marissa put Johnny and Caitlin together. Great idea, said no one ever. <laughs> All she did was lie about her age, so it means she's into older guys. Hmm. Parentheses. Was that Jasper from Twilight? Yes, it is Jasper from Twilight. <laughs> and now clearly she has a crush on Johnny. Taylor and her Taylorisms, I love her. She was great in this episode. Love her. She's a bitch on wheels. We don't negotiate with the noopsies. Sandy is my MVP for just for those quotes. Were you surprised at this time Marissa did not get angry at Ryan for knowing that Johnny lied? She just looked shocked. Yes, actually, I thought she was going to get mad at him, but she kind of just brings it down real quick. He really just circled back like, hey, your sister's home. Yeah, she's like, you're right. I'm like, oh, so we're not going to like fight about this? Okay, I'm good. And I felt like this was a big deal. And maybe it goes back to what you said, not to point at you. I'm like, let me point (laughs) at you. But you said like, Maybe she really did want to get back to Harbor. Remember you said that? 
Yeah, internally. Internally. And so is this really, is she really going to fight Ryan on this because she really wanted this in the end? Yeah. I don't know. Do you expect Ryan to tell Marissa right away about Caitlin considering he always seems to keep people's secrets? Did you expect him to tell? Um, I didn't, but I'm glad that he did. Yeah. it's he, She could tell right away that he was holding something in. She's like, spill it. Yeah. He's an open book with his face. I know. It's funny. It's like he can keep secrets. Like he's good at like keeping things under wrap. But if you need to get something out, he will. Yeah. It, you can get it out of him. Right. And it's Marissa. Like you're in a relationship. Right. This is her family. She could be in trouble. And he cares. And he cares about both of them. Last question. Do you believe in soulmates? I know Michelle does. Oh. Um, <laughs> How did you know that? I told you that. You've told me many times throughout the years that you have like, you don't believe in like just one person can be your soulmate, like multiple people, like friendships, like I'm your soulmate can be your soulmate, you know? I agree, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Okay. (laughs) I don't think I do. Yeah. I think that you can love a lot of different people. Yeah. Whether you think that you were like destined to be friends or be in love with that person. I don't know about that, but I think you can love multiple people at different points and love them differently. Yeah. But no to answer your question. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you answered for me. Yeah. So. Sorry. I mean, if you want to elaborate no, on no, that. No, no, I, that's just, that is how I feel. I feel it's like a beautiful thing. we have different soul connections with different people and I think there's a reason and meaning behind it. I mean, I feel like I have met people in my life and I instantly feel mm-hmm. that and a magnetic energy and it has nothing to do with like, Oh my God, I have the hots for you. Right. No. Cause it's male or female. Mm-hmm. And I truly feel like that's our souls connecting. So sweet. I love it. Does it sound corny? <laughs> a little know, bit, but I like it. I, it's how I truly feel. That's well, a do great you, question. Vic, do you believe yes. in soulmates? Let us know. Uh, last, but certainly not least is our friend at Dell underscore Vasto coming in hot with them. F- questions. So good. He sent us uh, stuff for our Riverdale Patreon exclusive podcast, Mm -hmm. Riverpod. Okay. Hey, happy streaming. Oh, happy recording night. (laughs) The same thing. (laughs) Here are my comments and questions for this week's episode. I also have a question for After Dark that I will post at the end. Yes. Love this. This is so much fun, guys. I know. I love it. I love that it took Caitlin a whole two seconds to figure out that Johnny is in love with Marissa. Yeah, right? Open book. His face says it all. But yet it took... (laughs) Marissa multiple episodes <laughs> and him telling her while she, he was drugged up before she clued in. I just want to say I made a mention to write when Chili says, Marissa, do I have to spell it out for you? I guess I do. I'm like, yes, Chili, you're literally every one of us. <laughs> you fucking have to spell it out for her because she's so dense to this. <sighs> My yes. <laughs> yes. My favorite quotes were when Seth said, I told you she has abused puppy syndrome. <laughs> If you show her the tiniest bit of affection, she's going to follow you around for the rest of your life. Yeah, talking about Taylor. Taylor. And then Summer later saying she's going back to the pound. Yeah. While Taylor was annoying this episode, Aww. I can totally relate with sometimes being extra needy with new friends. Oh, that's so sweet. Do you, you remember really having friend crushes? Yeah, like people that you want to be around more and like want to hang out with more. And they like send you a tag and you're like, oh my gosh, yeah. like we're talking. What was my last friend crush? <laughs> I have to think about that. 
I couldn't decide on an MVP because no one really stood out. Yeah, same. My MVP was so hard. I agree with you. I had a lot of trouble. I liked how Ryan was being the mediator and trying to diffuse the situation with Caitlin and that guy. Shittiest is still Veronica threatening to make Marissa's life miserable is very childish and petty. Yes, agreed. Questions. Are you happy with the actress switch for Caitlin or would you have preferred Shailene Woody to reprise the role? No. I mean, we talked about it before. I think as Shane Lee said, like she didn't develop. So <laughs> nothing against her. But Willa is definitely that perfect badass she plays this role so well. She's played this a lot of times in the past and in the future from this point on. But no, I think she's perfect for it. You know, I know. And I've never thought twice about it. I knew it was a different actress, yeah. obviously. But I was never like, oh, man, I wish I would have kept. Kind of right. like in Roseanne with the two Beckys. I kind of <laughs> just accept it. <laughs> you just accept it for what it is. Yeah. If you were in Summer's position, what would you do to prevent your parent from seeing someone who is a horrible person? Uh, I mean, Summer does say she is a horrible person. And then she treats Tara like shit. And Neil's like, well, you know, you better be nice to her because I'm going out with her again. Like, he didn't really take yeah. what she said to heart. I, I don't know what I would say, like, though. What would you do? I feel like as a 16, 17, 18-year-old. Right. I, putting myself at that age. My parent would be like, deal. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know if I would go to the extent. Like, my sister would do what Seth did. Yeah. Like, spreading the general. Yeah, she would. comment i would never do that no i don't know what i would do i think i would just like like give an attitude yeah i would just be really sassy at all times yeah especially when they come in right like (laughs) trying to take my mom's spot (laughs) right thanks for taking the time to read mine and everyone else's comments and questions it's nice to hear what the let's talk oc community has to say about each episode love you thank you it's all i ever wanted yeah guys. all we want to do is talk about your questions and comments and also <laughs> i mean whether we were doing this podcast or whether it's just list and i i'm gonna talk about oc at nauseum and it's just Definitely. happy that there are people who entertain it right you guys love the oc and like makes us want to talk about it that much more yeah and it's just a, such an awesome outlet to yeah. return to he sent after dark questions, which we will revisit when yes. we yes, go yes, yes, there. Yes. So that is all for Thank you guys. Thank you everyone you for sending them. Great. We love you. Yes. What would you like to go to, Lissy? Uh fashion. 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 Yeah. Julie's crushed velvet top. Mm-hmm. I loved that. Crushed mm-hmm. velvet top. In the trailer, I think it was. I really liked Taylor's brown dress at the party. Yeah, her hair looked really good, too. And I love Marissa's striped dress. I loved that dress. I also liked Marissa's white, like, peasant shirt with the green knitted vest over it. And then I don't know if it was the same shirt. I don't think it was, but it was, like, a a tank top, and it was, like, almost completely sheer. Like the pink cami? No. No, it was white. When she was getting dressed up with the jacket on over it, I was like, oh, girl, that's scandalous. But, like... It would still work today, I think. I mean, I loved seeing Ryan's leather jacket. Always, always make a, a note to Ryan's leather jacket. I loved uh, Caitlin's black tight dress with the boots when she was going to meet Johnny and Chili. I was like, damn, girl, you look good. Mm-hmm. I And she had little guitar earrings. Yes. I loved those. It was cute, but also just very, make her look young. Yeah. At that age, you right, know? Right, yeah. Uh, I actually really like Seth's sweater at the party. 
It kind of was like the color of pea soup, but it, <laughs> I felt it was very fitting on him. Pea soup, Seth. Yeah. <laughs> um, I really liked Marissa's super like curled hair. What did you think about her blowout? Just look different. Yeah, it's like they kept her. I don't know if her hair is naturally straight or if it's naturally know. curly, but it made it look like it was naturally curly there. Yeah. And but in some angles, they didn't really like put the bangs in with it i didn't like as much but like in the first couple of scenes with her hair really curly i really liked it it looked like and darker when i went to dry bar and got the mai tai that's what my hair looked like i was like oh it looks much better on misha barton (laughs) oh sure you looked cute shana got the mai tai like for her back i know and it looked totally different it was like beachy yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. it's everyone's hair i guess right i think that's all i have for fashion me too quotes yeah Things are going way too well over here. Uh, do I know Veronica Townsend? I know every former A cup in this town. I loved that quote. And then even just in the first scene, after he says things are going way too well over here, he goes, it's going to be a knocking, a knocking on the door, a knocking. I also love when Seth says, I love how people just come in now. No more of that useless back and forth yep, the door. Because it's yep. true. I'm, again, this is another thing they're addressing, you know? Right. Yeah. We got sisters, lies, and bosoms. julie i'll be okay kiki i'm like the gulf region at this point what's more one more hurricane i know i've always felt so bad for juju i I love when she says and caitlin is me like marissa is jimmy and caitlin is me like yes i guess she is yeah um it's tiffany blue yeah and before (laughs) that she says we're more like refugees yes i loved it there was a lot of good quotes um we don't negotiate with noobsies that cracked me up (laughs) I speak fluent housekeeper. Sandy, I, oh, you said that one. <laughs> um, Just when Johnny said, it's not your problem anymore. Yeah. We are not starting a rumor that my dad has genital warts. <laughs> I also, when it was a kitchen scene that happened, Seth walks in and Ryan's about to drink a cup of coffee and he's like, you he's seem like, pensive. <laughs> yeah, scoot scoot down. Yeah. yeah, I like that scene too. It's very funny. I think that's it. Yeah. That's all good. I have good quotes too. this episode. Uh, just some added trivia. Like we said, Willa Holland plays the new Caitlin Cooper and Jackson Rathbone mm-hmm. plays Justin. Uh, some music in this episode. We had Black Rebel Motorcycle Club, Gold Spot, Living in Black and White, The Funky Low Lives, APM, Fontaine, The Rakes, DJ Harry, and Bebel Gilberto. I might have butchered that, but that's okay. <laughs> okay. Do you know how to say it? No. Okay. It's <laughs> funny. I might have put you in, but that's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It is what it is. I'm human. Yes. All right. So your MVP, you said you struggled. I struggled a lot because I felt everyone was equally likable. Yeah. And but then no one really stood out as super shitty either. So my MVP was tough, but I think I'm just going to go with my gut and then give a blue ribbon. Okay. Are you eh. ready? Yeah. Okay. Three, two, one, Julie. <laughs> hey, girl. Why did you pick Julie? I just felt like she stood her own. And yes, she had to come clean with Caitlin. But at least everything is out in the open. And then she was ballsy enough to just like own her feelings and say to Kirsten, like, hey, you know what? I kind of have a crush on him. Like, that's a lot to say. That's why I chose I her. mean, I get like girlfriends, you know, you talk. And the, that's the first person that you tell when you have a crush on someone. So it's like. Ooh, I have a crush and I'm a mid into it. But then the way when Neil comes over to her and she's like, where'd your date go? I was like, Ooh, petty. Oh, petty. <laughs> but like, but I, I get nothing less. She's jealous though. She's jealous. 
I, the exact same reasons and yeah. just her dealing, I guess how she's been, oh, she finally told Marissa. I mean, a yeah. couple episodes back. And now that Caitlin's home, she's warming, you know, bringing Caitlin in and being like, this is how we are. I'm sorry. Yeah, like she's just accepting the, fa- I mean, obviously she's not accepting it to the fullest because she wants to have yeah. her business flourish so that she right. can get out of this trailer park. Goals. But yeah, so she has goals, but she's also like come to terms with like, all right, I live here now. I'm going to work on it and just be better for my family. Yeah. And like you said, just the fact that she owned up, like I actually have feelings for Neil, like yeah. romantic, romantic. And I was like, okay, Julie. Yeah. I was proud of her. I, I had a blue ribbon and y'all going to clock me on it, but it's Johnny. I almost picked him initially for my MVP, but I felt like wow. my reasoning is just not well, worth no, it. I want to hear it. So I, I just initially felt like I was so proud of him for like saying to Marissa, like, hey, you're en- you're too much. Enough is enough. I think you need to go, you know, step out of my life for a little bit so I can like heal. But then again, also it's selfish too. And he does say that to her, like, don't you realize like I wasn't doing it for you. I was doing it for me trying to get you out of Newport Union. I couldn't think of the school name. Yeah, but even that it's selfish, it's like you need to take care of yourself. And this is just, it's not healthy to so unhealthy be in love with someone who doesn't feel the same way back. Right. So that's why I praised him. Yeah. Initially. Then later on, when he says, like, I miss you, I'm like, ooh, pump the brakes, though. But it, it, he is, he's Johnny. So I, I, will, I can't fault him I mean, in that anymore. <laughs> no, I, I would give praise to Johnny, too. And also the fact that now you have to fucking deal with Caitlin. Yeah, now it's like another headache that Marissa's throwing on you. And it's like, he, he said to you a day ago, I need to take a step back. I need you out of my life. Then they reconcile. And so Marissa's like, oh, wait, let me give you my baggage. Can you take <laughs> care of my sister? It's so true. It's so freaking true. Poor Johnny, actually. Yeah, poor Johnny. So I had to give him a little nod, you know? Yeah. I feel with the shittiest, I struggled a little bit because I felt like everybody who was the shittiest, quote unquote, you understand why? Yeah. Because it's who they are? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, who's your shittiest? Ready? Three, Three, two, two, one, one, Veronica. Veronica. (laughs) Yeah. I also thought Caitlyn, like, she's so messed up. No, but of everything. I get why she is the way she is. But Veronica's just conniving. Veronica's just shitty. She's shitty all around. Yeah. And then just, you know, because the guy's got general rewards, you're really going to dump him, like, on the spot like that? Uh, <laughs> well, if your daughter whispered that to you. No, I, I don't. I guess I'd have to say, yeah, my daughter's sick and she wants to go home. <laughs> or maybe continue the night of the party but then then like just be like "Mm, it's not gonna work yeah (laughs) we're not gonna like have the hanky panky together right right yeah patron of the week yay (laughs) it's patron of the week it's patron of the week this week i chose our new friend logan's friend alexis a.k.a. Uh, Lexi, as I called her, lovely Lexi, because she has been so lovely in this past week that we're getting to know her. And she sent us a great follow-up email letting us know who she is and what she's about. We're so thankful for Logan for her se- like sending, us, uh, sending her our way. And we're excited to get to know you, and we hope that you enjoy being with us. We hope that you enjoy the show. She's a longtime Gossip Girl lover. She has seen the OC and she has seen Wonder Hill. So it's like she's I perfect mean, for the network, you know? She's amazing. So lovely Lexi. Uh, Can't wait. Alexis, 
do you watch Shit's Creek? You and, seem to have good taste in television. Yeah, but also there's a character named Alexis. Oh. And she has a song, A Little Bit Alexis. Oh, my and God. And she performs it, and it's fantastic. <laughs> and now every time I hear the name Alexis, I sing the song, and I just think about yeah. Alexis. The, Alexis is my sister's middle name, actually. I know. Yeah. Your sister's I always is forget that that's her middle name. We never, like, use it. So, yeah. You know? Well, thank you. Thank you, Alexis. Thank you, Alexis. All right, let's see. I'm closing my book. I'm ready for the article. Oh, she's ready. She's getting all settled. I'm getting all settled. You're going to cross your hands. Yes. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> I am. I'm, I'm so excited. applesauce legs. <laughs> okay, so here is the haiku. Oh, I don't know why my voice is <laughs> We just got really Here bad. we go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here is the haiku for season three, episode 13, The Pot Stirrer. The Pot Stirrer. Oh, God. Mini Coop's birthday. Yeah. Some remember, some forget. Oh. Let's take the edge off. Oh, shit. So she's turning 15, Caitlin. Correct. I'm assuming Julie forgets that it's her birthday. Just because that's a Julie thing to do. Not, you know, not trying to knock her, but she's got a lot of shit going on right now. And I feel like she probably forgot that it was her birthday. Maybe multiple people forgot that it was her birthday. Um, and she needs to take the edge off with a little alcohol just because she's so upset that everyone forgot her birthday. You're very, 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 very warm. <laughs> okay. Wow. Did mm-hmm. you get a really spicy one again? No, no. I'm, oh, okay. I'm responding to you. Okay, yeah. Um, that's just what I could predict would happen. Truly, from my memory, have no idea. But this, from watching the show second time around, third season in, I could predict that it would go that way. Just based off your haiku. Thank you. <laughs> okay, very good. <laughs> that was really good. Thank what you. What do you think in terms of everybody else? Like Seth and Summer, Seth what are they and doing? Summer... Yeah, everyone's pretty like lackluster. Like even Seth and um, Sandy and Kirsten, they're just like I'm positive all the time. It's like really boring at this point. They went through a lot. They of went shit. through a lot of shit, and I get that. Um, this is a very Marissa heavy season, mm-hmm. so I understand why we're focusing just on that. And the whole Johnny thing is so exhausting, and the Ryan love triangle, whatever. But Seth and Summer are really just been like the sidekicks. They haven't had any of their shit stirred up. So someone has to get in to, uh, where are they going? They're going home. Don't have me. Brown. No, they're not yeah. going to Brown. Yeah. Is it Brown? South and Summer? Yeah. Right. That's their So one person for. has to get in there. They have mm-hmm. to have the drama with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that will be coming soon. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Caitlin, Caitlin's just going to stir up shit with everyone. She's like, oh, I'm not just going to leave my sister. I'm going <laughs> to stir up shit with everyone. Why not? Why not? Because I'm here. I'm in town. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just my light prediction. So good. Okay, good. So good. So good. So good. It's tough because we're at the point where things are... It's like, Ooh. they're like, where do we go from here? <laughs> but also... Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going... Straight down on the roller coaster. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff, Lizzie. Uh, well, thank you. As always, thank you so much to everyone who listens to us, who sends your questions and comments. We love it. Super thankful. If you have anything to say, any comments or concerns, or again, questions for the episodes, you can email to us at let's talk OC at Gmail or let's talk OC on all the social meets. So Now that you're listening, it's Monday. If you head on over to our network's Instagram, that's at It Takes Three Network, we are giving away a free Marissa shirt. 
pretty awesome. The classic, you know, black shirt with her face on it free Marissa. And all of the contest details will be there. We want to know, like, whether you hate her or you love her, there's a memorable scene. Definitely. So let us know your memorable scene. And again, that's on our network's Instagram page. I'll put it in the show notes. But one of you can win a free Marissa shirt. And we're teaming up with everythingtheoc.com. They're amazing. They're awesome. They have such cool stuff. They're really your your source on the internet for For all things OC. If you're interested in learning more about us, you can check out our Patreon. It takes three network.com. We have behind the scenes up there. We put all our episodes up a day early. Uh, we also have a, an exclusive podcast on Riverdale. So if that floats your boat, check out our Patreon. It takes three network.com. And um, I'm happy to be back. Happy March. Yeah. Oh my God. Happy March. This month, February was so quick. March is feeling it's going to go even quicker. Yeah. And uh, we'll catch you next week. Let's do this after dark. We should make an after dark song. We need an after dark song. I'll hit up. I'll hit up our uh, Our in house department music. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Husband. So, Del Vasco. I'm ready for these questions. I'm so excited that you guys are sending us after dark questions. It makes it even better because we have a lot of you know OGers. OGers. Yeah. Okay. Do you think? They initially plan on bringing Caitlin back, or did they do this because of how the season ends? We kind of talked about this. I feel like they brought her in because they know they're going to kill Marissa. We can't just have Julie with no children. You, I wish I knew, and maybe someone knows, and I could research it too. I could research it. I shouldn't be like so lazy, <laughs> but I don't really remember when they decided we're killing Marissa. I thought I've heard rumors that like from like day one. Really. That was a long time back. Yeah, because there were rumors that, I mean, I know it's not true because Josh has shut it down that, oh, Misha wanted to write herself off. and Right, like she wanted to leave. Yeah. So, I don't know. <laughs> uh, he also said, I can't wait until episode 14. Okay, next week. Oh, no, two weeks. Because it's two more until the end of Johnny. Oh, fuck, really? Johnny dies in two episodes. Thank God. I wonder how we'll feel though. I think I'm gonna be super sad because it's Me really too. devastating. It's really devastating. Yeah. And like we've said, to lose two young people is awful. Is that us being adults? Like, yeah, that is it. That is us being adults. But you guys that have watched it in real time that you're our age, how do you feel? Because watching it, you're like, these poor children, they had such a big life ahead of them. I didn't think of it like that. No. I was like, oh wow, oh of course it's so Marissa to die. Yeah, and then you have, yeah. like, the Goonberries in our life, like, Aunt and and John, who are like, oh, my God, I love season three at the end because Marissa dies. I'm like, right. how dare you? <laughs> how dare you? She's a vital part. She's a huge, probably one of the biggest parts of the show. Ugh. Sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> okay, so the, at the OC County. Yes. Said, can you talk about all the Twilight cameos yes, in the series? Can. Jackson right? Rathbone, and Nikki then, Reed. Made an edit. Oh my god, I love it. Okay, so put side by sides. Uh, Justin Chon Chon played Big Korea. Oh, uh, yes, he's he's um, what the hell's his name in Twilight? Eric. Eric. Thank you. Yes. Yep. This is so wonderful. These visuals. Nikki Reed played Sadie. Sadie yeah. We meet Sadie. I like Sadie a lot. Do you meet her in two episodes or three episodes? 
uh, Rosalie. Ro- yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jackson Rathbone, who played Justin Jasper. Jasper. And then Jose Zuniga played Jason Spitz, Mr. Molina. Oh, Mr. Molina. Yeah. He's in everything. He's literally in everything. Amazing, amazing, amazing. <laughs> Thank you. And then, of course, um, we have Volchak. Who, Volchak, who is? James. James, yeah. Oh, my God. So many Twilight cameos. I look how different he looks. Cam looks as, as but James. But, like, he does look. No. But he is him, No, no, you know? I know. But it's just this picture. No, I know. They make them super pale and everything. This was such an amazing. Thank you for sending that. Thank you so, so true. much. It's everyone crossed over. Yeah. Um. Did I for, did I say we was gonna be more after dark comments? Crap. Oh yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> At AAW three one five. Knowing what you know, what part of season three so far has choked you up the most? The senior photo last week. The senior photo. Like I said, we got emotional with that, and or the wedding photos. Not not wedding. What the wedding photos? What was? Hold on. They just. Oh, Ryan's bar mitzvah photos yeah and that's what friends are for mm-hmm. and then ooh, sorry people if i'm like why don't you have your facts straight but there was a was it the college episode with berkeley when ryan and marissa are gonna go to college together yeah, yeah. and then they slow dance and they're like oh and yeah and they're mm-hmm. like oh we're gonna check out berkeley together and it's like oh my god marissa you're not going to college you're not you're not getting anywhere near that i cried at that Class yeah. photo cried at. Yeah. That's definitely. Yeah. This season alone is just a lot with Marissa. Like knowing what you know. Knowing what you know. And you're like, oh, man. <laughs> you're just kind of waiting and you know Sucks. it's coming. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be really tough now. Now that I like really have a true relationship with her. I know. But first time around, <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> Right? And I knew what happened to her first time around, too. And I was like, oh, man, I, ho- I wonder how they're going to play this out. Wait, you did know? I did know, but I thought she killed herself. Oh, okay. I don't know why that is. Like Someone in, a- in high school told me about it, like that she dies and I don't, got misconstrued my information. Uh-huh. So I knew she died. Just like Ingrid. And everyone knows that she dies. Unfortunately, that's like the biggest spoiler with this mm-hmm. show. It's like the biggest thing that happens with this show. Yeah. Um, so this time around, it's like, I really am team Marissa and I think I'm going to be just even more devastated. Yeah. It's going to be hard. Shit. I know. No. It's going to be like, but like we said, we really want to have our OC fam in person. Yeah. Come on for that. Especially like Sam and Bobby. They're such, they love Marissa mm-hmm. at times. I saw, Most uh, times. I forgot who posted it. Maybe it was maybe it was everything the OC, but they posted maybe not. Not sure. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. This is after dark, right? <laughs> um, they posted who your favorite villain is, mm. and so many. Did you see that posted? No, people put Marissa. No, people no. put Julie. Julie, but their favorite villain. Yeah, I put I put Oliver. Yeah, I think he's probably one of my favorite. He's the most interesting villain. He was so awful, but he was so entertaining. Yeah. And he was a mystery. Like, what was he about? Is he telling the truth? We don't know. Like, yeah. The people put Julie. I mean, I can see why. She starts out as for sure a villain. I know, but you know. It doesn't end that way, though. She could have killed Caleb. She didn't. She could have killed Caleb. Right. Multiple times. But maybe, (laughs) you know what? I mean, you don't have to be a villain and kill someone. No, you don't. Yeah. Uh, Do you have any other thoughts or comments? Oh, God. 
so that we get end of johnny in two episodes yeah super exciting but also for my heart i'm like but oh that's man. what i'm saying like the <laughs> then it just that's starts. when she, she, marissa it's really the, it's the end of it all it's done from there pretty much we have like this spiral and then you know again at the end redeems and then it's right because she does I'm, graduate she does graduate which is great <laughs> for her mm-hmm. but oh yeah I mean, I'm assuming, I don't remember how it plays out. I know her and Ryan don't stay together for the most part. I mean, I know they try and, like, get back together towards the end of the, the season, but obviously I know she dates Volchuk. It's coming. I mean, we're, we're very So I'm close. like, oh, wow. I it, ha- it is Johnny. Johnny, that whole thing makes her have a complete 180 of emotion and, real like, reality. And she dates Volchok. Like, what? Out of all people in the fucking right, world? Right, so she gets so dark. So dark. And I'm actually excited to... Not excited, because I don't like the downfall of Mercy. No. <laughs> excited to see, like, how this all unfolds again. Because mm-hmm. Sadie comes. Right, and I really liked Sadie. I liked her for Ryan. But it was only like a temporary thing. I mean, it was so short-lived. It was so short-lived. But yeah. I remember really liking that first time around only because I was so bothered by Marissa. So I didn't want him to be with her. Yeah. But now this time around, I'm like, oh, well, I kind of like them together. So it's going to be how sad. You'll feel, though. Yeah. So yeah. I know I'm excited to rewatch. Yeah. Because I feel like towards this end of the show is what I remember more because it's what I've watched more recently, even though it was a very quick span of time that I watched the show. Because we watched like three or four episodes a night sometimes. So like you know, did, everything yeah. would be like so quick. It was like we were literally binge watching the show. Yeah. So a lot of it I don't remember, but more towards the end, it's easier to come back to me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> God. Okay. I'm excited. I'm excited too. Hope you guys are too. Yeah. Send us more of your uh, after Love dark Love this part. Talk. Guys, this was awesome. Because like like we said, like I was freaking eating a gummy, but we're on Yeah, we're on. It's like clearly I'm not like now. hearing about <laughs> if I'm using right terms or words. Right. Like, we're just, friends here. Right. It's a free, free yeah. for all. Free for all. But we like hearing from you. Definitely. Okay. Bye. Till next week.